Okay, I'm here again. It's that time once again for Experience, Strength, and Hope, a podcast brought to you by Antonio the Mayor. That's me, Antonio the Mayor Timms. And I hope that I enlighten you on something today. You get a laugh, you feel better, you feel like getting out of the bed because you've been sick all day, you've just been laying there, but you hear something that make you want to jump up because this is experience, strength, and hope. And we want to strengthen you most of all by the words that we bring you. Today, we're going to listen to a podcast from Antonio the Mayor Timms, and I hope that you enjoy it. And the way that I know that you enjoy it, by leaving me a message on the platforms that you choose. Some of you choose Anchor, some of you choose YouTube, some choose Spotify, Apple Music, Podbean, whatever you choose to listen to me on. Leave a message, leave a thank you, leave a thumbs up, a thumbs down, leave a star, one star, two stars, three stars, five stars. Go ahead, leave those five stars, but leave it there so we'll know. We need you to download the podcast. We need you to subscribe to the podcast. These things help us and help Help us to be able to come to you weekly and every week with a different podcast. But do those things and we will really appreciate it. Again, I'm Antonio the Mayor T and I hope you enjoy today's podcast. Hello, everyone again, and welcome back. We are here with Tony the Mayor, part two of my interview that I get to have with Mr. Man, the Mayor. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fine. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were uh, saying more, so I had kind of spaced off a little bit. I thought you were going to say some more, but I'm doing excellent. That's good. (laughs) That's good. So where we left off, because... I know that you are a very funny person, Mm -hmm. so I want to know a little bit about uh, funny moments in your life. First, I want to know about any type of funny, memorable moments that you had when you were a child. I was always cracking jokes or or, Mm -hmm. or pulling jokes on people and and things. Did you ever get in trouble for some of the things that you did? You just... I don't know. You just exude. Yeah, I, I, I can think of one when um, I was a teenager and I got into uh, trouble for I, I remember in uh, in high school. Oh gosh, here we go, high school. Okay, I remember. Right, what you do this time? Okay, I remember in high school that we had a uh, teacher that I didn't like, and a teacher used to uh, you be in your locker. And she'll come out and grab your lock and lock your locker while you're still trying to get your your stuff out the locker. So I came up with a solution for this that I figured that, you know, when she come get ready to come to my locker, you know, I'll, I'll have something ready for her. So me and one of my other friends, uh, I remember his name was Steve, uh, we held uh, a cigarette lighter. And I can't say we because I had the lighter, just his lighter. Held a cigarette lighter to the lock until... Uh, it uh got a little pretty hot and all i can remember is that i seen her coming so we walk away from the locker to go to class and I, all of a sudden i'm down the hall i hear somebody go ah oh. and she had grabbed the lock and, and uh it had burned her hand and that was a joke to me wow. it burnt, burnt you know it's just okay. and i was always a jokester <laughs> i mean that just just for that but i i used to uh wait sm- no no wait a minute let's go back <laughs> she screamed okay. she uh-huh. her. And then what else? I, I went to class, and when I came back, my locker was empty, and there was a note in there to come to the principal's office. Yeah, uh-huh. 
And you know what happened after that? I was suspended, you know. <laughs> How long were you suspended? A week. Yeah, suspended a week. A week. Okay, now, and that wasn't my first suspension. I probably had more. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah, I had more I before. I just can't remember what they were for. <laughs> what did your mom say? She was furious. She can't believe, she why did you do that? What did you, you right? No, well, no, we, I got sent home, I think, or just, you know, you know, uh, you in Chicago, when you're high school, you're basically grown. Oh. So, <laughs> but yeah, she found out, I think they may have called home or whatever, but, and I told her that I was suspended, you know, and I can't remember all the details, mm-hmm. but I know she wasn't happy. And I know my father was not happy either. I got one of them old fashioned, you the, know. The old fashioned? Yeah, I did. Did you have to go out and get a switch? Or no, we didn't. My father, didn't, we didn't use switch. What do you use? We used the belt. Oh, he used the belt. <laughs> go, you know the parents say, go get my belt, you know. So uh-huh. he said, go get my belt, and I went and got his belt. So. And the rest is history, I guess. I don't, I don't know. So. Did your parents, when they whooped you, did they talk in syllables? Uh, I think my mother may have. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think my father talked at all. Just gave Dang, it to you. you know, so many still, you man. don't remember? Goodness uh, gracious. I, I tell you, Nikki, I used to do so much stuff. Uh-huh. I was always into something. Uh, I remember an incident old and I can remember every detail but I remember uh, right before the uh, 4th of July we were trying to light some firecrackers in the alley and we could not get the firecrackers like a whole bunch like a brick you know and we couldn't get them lit right we couldn't get the firecrackers to pop because we wanted them all popping once and one, one behind the other so we so I got a paper bag put all the firecrackers in and lit the paper bag and a paper bag caught a neighbor's garage door on fire, you know, old wooden garage door. So, you know, and, and it's the <laughs> jokes like that that got me in trouble. You know, even though I love, you know, Richard Pryor and mm-hmm. all those kind of things, uh, I did too many things to get me in trouble. You know, they were jokes, but they got me in trouble, a lot of trouble. Everything. You mentioned Richard Pryor. Mm-hmm. Now, I could see you liking Richard Pryor. Oh, I, I like He cursed too much. <laughs> Listen to him when I was little because I just don't like the, the cursing. It, he would be funny. Like mm-hmm. I like watching him in movies, but uh-huh. I just didn't like all the the, and the cursing. I don't know if that's why. You know, I was going to talk once about the funny comedians uh-huh. ever, and I think Richard Pryor, Bernie Mac, oh. and Dave Chappelle are some of the greatest comedians mm-hmm. ever. But all of them oh. curse a lot. All of them you know. <laughs> I know, but you know when the, you can tell when someone is really, really funny when mm-hmm. they feel like they don't, they don't have to curse. So all three right. of them, they can. Like Bill Cosby was, like he Bill didn't Cosby. curse, but he was funny. Yeah. yeah. So that you, they were naturally uh, funny mm-hmm. people, but I and, just didn't. And know. I think that's what I was. I think I was naturally funny because I would. Mm-hmm. Every time we used to get together with friends, you know, we would just, I would just. People just would wait for me to say something crazy, say something, you know, or the kind. And I think it is, yeah. And that what I'm gonna say is what I say is true. Uh So that's why, you know, sometimes the truth can be funny, you know, or not true. It's the things that everybody else want to say, but won't say. Yeah. Then you get that one person that will say it. Now used to be. Okay, I have to at work the other because if if you don't know, Uh we work together, Uh and uh, for the audience, and so. He, you, I can't mention what happened, but you just, 
naturally just say funny stuff. And see, now I don't even remember it, but uh, it's just a. It was a when a girl ba- came out the, the office and she had this funny look on her face. Uh huh. And you made a comment. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. You understand? Yeah. So, but everybody, this man is a natural comedian. Have you ever thought about going into comedy? I I did. I wanted to do comedy so bad, but you know, uh, I never had to. I was always nervous. If I was just sitting around someone's living room in the house outside on the porch, or that was easy. But to be, but to stand up in front of people, I probably would have just bombed. You know. (laughs) You know. I think I think I may have. I, think, I don't know. I think if you got into the group, like you start out, you know, a lot of comedians, I'm sure when they start out, they're probably nervous. Mm-hmm. And then once that, after the first or second joke, and then you want to get that support system out in the crowd with you. I think you should try it. That should be a part of one of your bucket lists. <laughs> That's what we're going to get into now. Because I need to know uh-huh. what your bucket list is. And I'm going to put on one of your bucket lists mm-hmm. is to be a comedian. Have like an open, open yeah, you should do that. So, what, what besides being a comedian, what <laughs> on your bucket list? What, what are some of the other things that you have um, that that you would love to do and that you would put on a bucket list? Uh, probably uh, a lot of it has to do with travel. You know, travel somewhere like uh, I've been overseas already. I'm sure but you've it's probably been to places in the United States that I haven't been. You know, I, okay. I, I was in California, but I was in the desert. You know, NTC at the National oh, Training Center. Yeah. So I, I want to <laughs> visit uh, Los Angeles and see all like oh, the studios yeah. and the Hollywood and everything mm-hmm. like that. I would love to do that. Um, Seattle. Oh to, yeah, I've been to that. Seattle. Uh, my also, I think on my bucket list is just to. It just might sound crazy, okay. Well, but I would love to uh, try a, driving a race car around the track. <laughs> I mean, just for the and, and you know, uh-huh. I don't like fast driving. That's why I'm saying, you know, oh, it is one. But I don't like fast driving. But I would love to try to drive a race car. Uh, and and I, I've I've ridden in one around a racetrack before with another driver when I was uh, when I used to sell cars. But I want to get behind the wheel. You want to actually do the driving. Mm-hmm. Oh, goodness. Oh, no bungee jumping in any of that stuff. I, you don't want to... That's not on no, my bucket No jumping list. out the, uh, the plane. No, no, like no that. jumping out the plane. You don't want to do no, all no, that. Nah, I don't want to do all that. Okay. I'm, I'm really afraid of heights. Mm-hmm. You know, so... You, you mentioned that you traveled. I'm assuming that was uh, mainly through the military? No, well, after what? the military, that's um, um, with a, a, my old church. I went to Germany twice, and we... Uh, once, we... Uh, mm-hmm had a layover in England and that was that was beautiful that was nice it was different I'll oh, say yeah. that and another time we went over uh, I had friends that took me everywhere everywhere from Czechoslovakia to part of France and everything oh, wow. and so that as a young guy mm-hmm. uh, it was really interesting to see the world and look at the different, different cultures yeah. and, and all of that and then uh, I mean my wife and I when one thing you know we may not have had a lot of money mm-hmm. We didn't, you know, but we tried to do as much as we can with our kids. And, you know, when we yeah. would travel, when we would go go to Chicago to visit, we'd pack all those kids up in a Nissan Sentra, four, uh-huh. four girls in the back of a Ooh. Nissan Sentra. So mm-hmm. like that, my wife did it a couple of times. She'd driven, you know, with her and her friends, you know, took the kids somewhere, you know. Yeah. So, no, we, we had, 
we, we you those can make fun you, times, you know. Yeah, you you don't have to do much to have fun uh-huh. and have good family time and mm-hmm. memorable moments. And so, all we yeah. were just glad to have fun. We didn't know Motel Six wasn't a good hotel. <laughs> you know, we, <laughs> we just got, got uh-huh. to Dallas. We said, "Hey, there's a hotel right there. Uh-huh. Let's stay there." You know, it was close to the Cowboys Stadium. You said you know? Motel Six. <laughs> I'm not lying. I, y'all did. Y'all stayed. You know, we stayed. We were in. in Texas once, mm-hmm. I don't know if you know where Harry Hines Boulevard is, it was close to that too once. And we, during the daytime, the motel was, you know, it was beautiful, you know, we were going in and out, not yeah. people, the area was cool. Nothing mm-hmm. around there, we said, man, this is pretty quiet around here. We'd go in and we went out and did everything. But I remember us coming back one night and I said, man, where did all these people come? It was, looked like drug dealers. I know it was oh. prostitute. I can tell a prostitute oh, yeah, when yeah. I see uh-huh. one, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. And, uh, and a pimp. I can uh-huh. see that. And that guy's a pimp, you know. But anyway, we see we saw all this and we were like, They're, they're called the ladies there. of the evening. Uh, the ladies of yeah, the evening. Yeah, that's probably why mm-hmm. we didn't see them tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they rest during the day? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's hard time. Pimp rest too during the day. I'm yeah, they got to rest. He rest too, huh? That's so I thought he was probably going to the bank. Mm, they're probably doing that too. That's in their schedule. <laughs> you really like the Dallas Cowboys. I, I mean, them. okay, don't give me stuff. Okay, here we go. All right. Why do you like the Dallas Cowboys? And I'm from Texas, so mm-hmm. I, I'm a Houston Texan. Mm-hmm. But I used I liked them before, but I just I don't know. It's just a family thing. My grandmother never mm-hmm. liked it, so I feel like I'm obligated to not like the Cowboys. My father liked the Cowboys. My father used to. Uh, Watch football a lot, and he liked the Cowboys. Even though we're from Chicago, we love the Bears, but we like the Cowboys. And when you, when you were my age, the Cowboys, and that's why people, uh, you know, a lot of people say, I don't know why they call them America's team. Everyone loved the Cowboys. You know, you, uh, the the uh, Roger Staubach. Oh yeah. You know, uh, you know, so you had when we were young, and you, to see that the team and the way that they played, their defense, you know, was uh, just tremendous. Mm-hmm. And so. That's how Billy I White Shoes. Mm-hmm. I remember Billy White Shoes. Uh, uh, and name some older one uh, back in the 80s. Ed Too Tall Jones. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, What's oh, the man's God. name? He's running for, uh, is it Senator? He, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, that's, um, He's a con- he's conservative. Um, I just heard that the other Republican. day. Republican. I love right. him. Right. I just heard that the other day. I cannot day. believe. I can't think of his name now. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Before now, it's gonna be bothering me because yeah. I really has a real southern accent too. You know what I'm talking about? Wasn't Herschel Walker? Herschel Walker. Yeah, okay, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, Herschel Walker. <laughs> I heard something about that. Yes, yes. So I don't know why they're called America's team. I guess because they had the whole, they had the be Dallas Cowboy now. cheerleaders. You say you don't know why. I don't. I, I, do. I I'm assuming. They are. Okay, whatever. Okay. <laughs> whatever. I, I was. I'm still trying to get over the Houston Oilers being gone because I. That was, you know, that yeah. I love the Houston Oilers back in the day. So, <laughs> but anyway. So wait, did y'all go to the Dallas Cowboys games as a family? No, we went on a tour of the stadium. We oh, went you went the to the, the state. Oh, the yeah. old. Stadium. I just wanted to sit in the old stadium. Yeah, you I just wanted to, the old. to sit in one of those seats with the star on the uh-huh. side and look down at it and say, "Man, this is nice." And that. And that. Now, that's the kind of thing you could do. People think you have to have a lot of money to yeah. enjoy yourself as a family. We were a young family, and we had four girls. 
Sometimes it was hard for us to take care of them and do things. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to have a lot of money to have fun with your kids. You sure don't. You don't. You don't. Kids they just can enjoy care seeing. <laughs> <laughs> they just enjoy seeing different mm-hmm. things and they being in a different places. So traveling in the car, eating KFC uh, or mm-hmm. chicken and your mama fried or their mama fried or uh, eating sandwiches. Don't have you know people think you gotta have all this yeah. money and be a baller and, and kids- flashy do things with. That's not where it is. You know. Kids love staying in hotels. Yeah, they do, don't they? Well, <laughs> I mean, my grandkids, we would take them places. Yeah, yeah they love just, staying in something hotels. about staying in a hotel that they like. Yeah, it's, I, <laughs> but whatever. Maybe it's the swimming pool, getting ready yeah. to walk down the hallway. I don't know. The breakfast in the morning, I don't know. They right. just love staying in hotels. <laughs> so, <clears throat> let's change the subject off of the cowboys. All right. Off the- <laughs> but, oh, one thing. Did you go? Have you been able to? see any of the cowboy games since they've been in the new building? I meant to no. ask you. I've been got... to the new building. Oh, you I have? Yeah, we, we've been to, uh, we went there when they, right after they, it was not too long after they built the new stadium. See, but you yeah. need to go to a game. I need to, exactly. You got to go yeah, to a game. Too. Like, it is, that place is huge. Mm-hmm. And that big old uh, Megatron-like yeah. thing. The scoreboard, yeah. Yeah, it's huge. And Everything. maybe... Maybe it's a good Motel 6 around there. Yeah, they got plenty of Motel 6. Matter of fact, it's a, probably a little further away. Get it cheaper because all the ones near the place is two, $300 a night. So, yeah. But, so, anyway, going, moving forward to the mm-hmm. present time. What else is your uh, on your bucket list besides um, traveling? What, what do you want? What... Okay, so we got traveling. I put on there you being a comedian. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else, or is that pretty much? That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did. Uh, I would like for uh, oh all, oh in the racetrack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would love for all my my daughters to us to be together and have uh, uh, a good old time. Everyone, you know, all the mm-hmm. world and the grandkids. If I can get all of my daughters and the grandkids together yeah. at one time, I would love. How many grandkids do you have? Seven. Seven. Mm-hmm. I saw one of your grandchildren at a Walmart. He is so handsome. <laughs> he has long dreads. Yes, he, and I, I think he's, yeah. He plays football. He played last he night. Is he is so adorable. Yeah. <laughs> he's an excellent kid, too. What's his name? His name is Damari. Damarian, yes, I don't, I don't think he realized who I was. I think I was just a familiar (laughs) face to him, and then I just kind of like smiled and waved to him because he was leaving out of Walmart and I was Uh coming in. But he was, he was, he's he's so handsome because I've seen him when he was shorter than that. Handsome man, it runs in the family. It's genetic. (laughs) Okay, I got you. I got you. How many grandkids? Seven. Seven. Uh, Five boys and two girls. Five boys and two girls. Wow. Okay, I only met one granddaughter. <laughs> okay, name all your. Let's give them a shout out because you are. I definitely can mm-hmm. say you are a proud, loving grandfather. You love your grandchildren. Right. So come on with it. Give me the names. Anthony. Okay. Amani. Kingston. Amarian. Aja. I, that's Joseph what I and Javon. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So and Joseph and Javon are not in Kansas. They're in uh. Um, uh Florida and yeah, North Carolina, and I've been uh, uh-huh. been there and visited a lot of times to see them and everything. But yeah, uh, uh, they, 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 I just want them all. 
You want that, that. And, you know, you, not for uh, a year, <laughs> you know, but, you know, but all together. Just yeah, to how am I going to And they're getting no older, one. you know, they get, uh, Joseph, uh, 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 his mom just told me he had an interview at Chick-fil-A and McDonald's. Oh, like, man, he's going to get his, is this like his first job? <laughs> yeah, this is his first job. Oh, and how, what grade is Asia in? Asia is in the eighth grade. Wow. I remember. Oh, God. I know when she was little. Yes. Yes. Oh, my goodness. And then you have one grandson that is a police officer Mm -hmm. with Junction City. That's correct. And I saw him the other week Mm -hmm. and stuff. So how is he doing? Is he liking it? He loves it. And he. That's all he talks about. You know, he worries uh-huh. about the job it's and how much he likes it and, and, uh, and bad opinion. And, and he's the kid that wanted to be a police officer when he was little. Yeah, tell me about that. He used tell to walk around that. with walkie talkies all the time. He used to have, and he had uh, his uh, godmother would buy him these expensive walkie talkies. And he'll be walking around the house like he's, uh, put, he says he had the little book, like, you know, a little pad Uh-oh. and everything <laughs> like that. So. Uh-huh. He 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 loves uh, the job. That's the job that he's going to do all his life, and he's doing it. You know, that's good. People like you know. I remember suggesting. I said you should do you should do. But he had another job offer mm-hmm. um, that would have been making probably almost twice as much mm-hmm. uh, as a police officer. You know, but he had another job offer, and he didn't take it. Because you know, he, he, he applied to... for the job because he wanted to be. He got the police officer at the same time. And I said, are you sure you want to do that? You know, I'm yeah. thinking of the money and things like that, but I'm not thinking of his heart. You know, this is what's in his right, heart, what he wants right. to do. You know, I would hate back years ago, people had to tell me, well, you can't do this. You don't, you don't need to do this. You should do that. But so I backed off. I left it alone. I said, hey, that's what he wants mm-hmm. to do. He, he followed his heart. Yeah. And look at him now with now, his uniform <laughs> on. And my grandson, uh, Javon, I would say is probably most like, me when he comes, he thinks everything is funny. Oh, oh! He reminds me of myself so much when he just he's uh-huh. just snickering and laughing and stuff. He's going to get in trouble. He could be uh-huh. standing there and be about ready to just crack up and laugh. You know, that just get me in trouble a lot when I was little. <laughs> I, I did something really bad and didn't think it's funny. Yeah, yeah. He, like you know, hurt yeah. a teacher, burn a teacher in the hand. You know <laughs> yeah. that kind of thing. Uh-huh. So. That that I could I always could tell that you love your grandchildren. You talk yeah. about them all the time, and everything. And mm-hmm. I think we're gonna say this, speak this into existence. Okay. That during this Christmas, mm-hmm. all of them are gonna come down. What you think? Y'all can have that moment where all of you come down during Christmas. All of them come down during Christmas. What if they vaccinated. Oh, man. You know what? And we check their temperature at the door. You know what? Okay. Let me quit. I'm just messing with I know how you feel about this. So that's going to be another episode. We're gonna, that's going to be another episode. That'll be another Another okay. topic that we'll okay. discuss. Okay. But yeah. That you, you better bring them that family down in regardless of vaccinated or okay. not. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. So tell me, what let's we're speaking along the family. Mm-hmm. So what's the best time or the momentous time that you had with uh your daughters? Even here in mm-hmm. good old Kansas. When uh I had my uh fiftieth birthday party. Mm-hmm. And they, they were all here. Oh, they did? They yeah, it was beautiful. It was, it was really, my mom with his sister, my niece, and all of them, they were here. And uh, I think we had all the grandkids. I don't know if they were all here or not. Mm-hmm. 
think they may they had they probably had to be you know um but having all the girls together was this the time i think i saw i met your mother before uh-huh. she yeah. looks young <laughs> yeah i thought she was more like a sister or something <laughs> they went to church with uh-huh. you they it came was at church during... with me yeah yeah uh, like I, I thought you were gonna introduce me to your sister but it was your mother uh-huh. what they she say black don't what Crack. all right then <laughs> Because I was like, oh my goodness, she looks very young. <laughs> so that was a, okay, that was a nice time. And tell me, uh, how was it being in a house full of females? That was difficult. Because mm-hmm. go ahead, I know there's yeah. this friend that comes every What's month. His name? Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> that, that I can't friend. think of the uh, singer to say the thing that sounds cycles. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. The cycles. The cycles were... <laughs> Always there, it seemed like you know, mm-hmm. one after another. So it, it was, it was fun. It was now, funny, or but it was. Say I'm the only man. I'm the only guy. And, yeah, you know, I so. know. Bless your heart. Did, yeah. I know that was. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I, I was you. so happy when I had grandsons. Mm-hmm. They bring on the grandsons so and get some men around here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my husband can relate because there's it's four uh-huh. me and my three daughters. So uh-huh. yeah, he can. <laughs> definitely relate with you <laughs> uh your marriage right and you've been married give it give it to me again 41 years 41 years mm-hmm. tell me what is the secret or what is how because <laughs> mm-hmm. people make a big deal about right. being married for five years ten years so what is your you and miss Catherine's secret i think like i said before it's that we are really great friends. We think alike, mm-hmm. laugh at the same thing. I mean, we we met in high school, so you know. Y'all that, could finish each other's sentences, dog. Yeah, yeah probably here. so. You know, right? Um, I know what gets under her skin. She know what gets under my skin. I know when to stop and when mm-hmm. to go. You know, don't you know when it's too much yeah. or when she thinks because uh, I could be a little bit too much sometimes. And so, how <laughs> I want to know how you how can you be a little bit too much? Give me an example. Um, if it's not too thinking, much. I know everything, oh, and I tell okay. people, everybody, uh, a lot of my friends, uh, you know, uh, people know that I think I know everything, mm-hmm. and that can kind of get on her nerves a lot. You know, thinking you have to have the yeah. last word, and so I know when to back off and when I don't have to have the last word. Okay, so you and can what, prove. What, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. and so it's just. Um, us being friends, best friends. That's you know, good. That's, that's good. That's <clears throat> so, what is some of the things that you feel at that you would like to do better, grow as a whole, as a, a father, husband, mm-hmm. grandfather? What is something that would make Tony DeMayer mm-hmm. feel more happier or growth-wise? I think growth-wise. Um, with my daughters that I I was not a good discipline. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I too much of discipline. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I wish I would have uh, allowed them to have more freedom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't uh, discipline the way I did. And um, just in that area, you know, just... When, just, when you say you wish you, you would have provided them more Freedom. Like, what do you To mean? do the things they wanted to do. You know, uh-huh. we, it was a lot of things that we were in, you know, in the church that did not believe in. Oh. And so, 
uh, you well, it's not went along with it, but you believe the same way. And, you know, it kind of limited some of the things they could have done as children, you know, they could accomplish as children. And so uh, I just wish I, I wish I could have did that a, a lot different, you know. So was this during the time, because I, I remember listening to another podcast, mm-hmm. you were in, a, I should say, I don't know, you were involved in another church. It, That's correct. So, and it was very, very, very strict to the point yeah. to where I do know that you even had to go to, I guess, I don't know if you would call him the pastor or the mm-hmm. leader of the church. Mm-hmm. Was this during the time where you were like really strict with your children? That, that was the same time, yeah. It was? Yes. Okay. Like school dance. I remember going to pull him out of the dance. I don't know if that was homecoming dance. Prom? Yeah, they did prom. It was homecoming at one point. And they can probably tell you the story better than I can, so I won't even mm-hmm. attempt to tell the story. But just a thing, football games, uh, mm-hmm. could, you know, because they were on the night of church, and you know, oh, just, yeah. just little things, you know, that they just that we said, no, you can't miss church for this, and can't miss church for that, and so mm-hmm. if it was um, years ago that I know what I know now, yeah, they would have been there because. I mean, if you think about where were you, did you grow up? I mean, you weren't. My mom, strict. they they were strict in the things that I did, to, you know, so I wouldn't, you know, get in trouble. But mm-hmm. um, I was allowed to do a lot, you know. I was allowed to mm-hmm. go downtown with my friends to the movies or okay. to the movies with my mom's friends, and you know, just different things. And, uh, so to, the church was a, a that with your children that it was a strong influence on you as a parent mm-hmm. that. If you had to go back, and yeah, do. because everything was church then. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It was just mm-hmm. strictly just church. Everything was about church. What you did wrong, you did. So, um, you mentioned um, back, you know, when you were younger and you had a, a lot more freedom and everything. Mm-hmm. So, I I do remember you speaking about um, you had joined some, something dealing with the NAACP in Chicago. Right. What when, was what was that? When I was a kid, I was part of the. Uh, the youth council, Southside Youth Council and NAACP. Uh, mm-hmm. Debbie Turner uh, was our youth leader. Mm-hmm. And if I, I think, you know, it's a lot of things you can get involved in in Chicago. And it was a lot of us uh, in our neighborhood that were part of it, you know. But I think that I probably would have been in a lot more trouble doing a lot more things if it had not been for Debbie Turner and the NAACP. I was able as a kid in Chicago to travel to places like we went to West Virginia, mm-hmm. uh, oh, wow. um, Lexington, Kentucky, St. Louis, to these big conferences. And then in St. Louis, we met, uh, we were like bodyguards for Billy D. Williams because we had to form a little circle around him and not let people come Billy. close. You know, make Billy, I saw Billy D. Williams. Alex Haley was there. Oh, wow. um, uh, I I could, oh, in the elevator with, um, not Gladys Knight, I don't know where she was, but the Pips, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know with the that Pips. Was you know, yeah, yeah. That was good enough. I could have took the lead oh, well, and said, I'm yeah, leaving. Yeah, because you were, uh, Chicago <laughs> is like the epicenter. Of- yeah, but all oh, this was in different cities and everything, you know. Uh-huh. Oh, we had big convention in Chicago once, too, mm-hmm. and um, um, downtown, but that was such a positive influence as a black kid. Young mm-hmm. black kid in the city to be able to be a part of that and learn, 
um, some history and learn from, uh, I don't know how to word it, but just to learn yeah. things at, at an early age and, like that. And to be surrounded by all those positive influences yeah, right. and, Everything and positive successes mm-hmm. around you that could, you know, shape you as an right. adult. So that was, that was an honor. Mm-hmm. Got to meet the Pips, not Gladys. Yeah, just the Pips. But the Pips, okay. Gladys right. had already left on that midnight <laughs> she, chain. Yeah, she, yeah. <laughs> See, there you go, audience. That's what I'm talking about. See how I just... He just does that. <laughs> so let, let's um, wrap things up here. Okay. I want to talk about you and this podcast. Mm-hmm. Give me the reason. What inspired you to do um, have a podcast? Well, I always, I love the DJs on the radio in Chicago. Okay. Her kid. Uh, Purpose band, the blues man. Okay. You know, Chicago DJs on uh-huh. the radio. I just used to, and I love talk radio. When I was young, uh, I used to listen to, and all the talk radio hosts were uh, Caucasian then. Yeah. But I was, and I think that's how I learned so much uh, by listening to talk radio. I learned so much, you know, doing mm-hmm. that air. Uh, a lot of things that were going on. And I love the news now. So I, I love watching the news. So I love talk radio because they would talk about that. When I'm driving on a long mm-hmm. trip, I like to listen, you know, like a lot of people like to listen to music. I can listen to talk radio. So I, yeah. I always wanted to just do that little Johnny Carson thing too, you uh-huh. know, at night. And uh, we didn't have Arsenio back then, you know. Yeah. But uh, uh, I didn't have a chance to. So when I stopped thinking about this podcast, I say, I, I really want to try this podcast stuff out. I talked to another friend about it. And uh, I say, I, I really want to try this podcast thing. And, I, and that was just about it. And then I said, what will I call it okay and yeah. i said what is the center what is uh what is really uh spearheading my life what is making me feel good mm-hmm. now um from uh if you don't know experience strength and hope mm-hmm. is the name of one of the books that um alcoholics anonymous use you know oh, okay. and, no, and that's the term that. yeah you know your experience uh-huh. what you've been through your strength you know how you gain strength, how you pull yourself oh, out of it, yeah. and your hope. What are you? What are you hoping? What are you going to? What are you doing now? You know, not just the bad. You know, uh, uh, because in the alcoholics anonymous, they don't. You know, you know, people just say, "Oh, this bunch of meeting where a lot of guys just talk about being drunk," and they forget uh, that these are guys that used to drink. You know, right, or right. Not, you know, you still. Uh, uh, if you look at it from the standpoint like uh, we do, that mm-hmm. this was a part of my life. Uh, that I don't want to just count as bad. You know, that, that was the experience. Right. But what kind of hope can I get out of the experience that I had? What happened? Yeah. You know, and what did I do and what am I doing now? Oh, that's yeah, okay. Now, so. I've always, yeah. And so, so I wanted to hear you... other people's story. You know, we, we, yeah. we have these meetings sometimes and you have a speaker, they telling their story. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to hear, you know, and their story fascinated me. I think that's what joined me to the meetings and everything about, mm-hmm. and to the fellowship of the stories that other people have, because it's people that's been through so much mm-hmm. and been through so many things that you would look at them and say, oh, you couldn't have did that. That couldn't right. happen to you. But you see how God has brought them out yes. and God has changed their life, right. you know, or their high power. Mm-hmm. He has changed their life. And look at them now, you know. Um, what are you doing now? And I, and I think the story just was just really drew me and just said, "Hey, yeah. man, this is beautiful." And to to be able to, to be relatable, right? To and so other people. I wanted, yeah. I was, that's what I said. I wanted the podcast. I wanted other people to be able to tell their story mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of whatever. They don't have to do with alcohol or anything like that. But anything that happened in your life, let's hear about it and let's hear about it because you, sometimes we think that. I, well, you, you hear some 
you think that our things are not important. You know, sometimes we think right. that they're not important, but they could touch someone else's life. Yes. So that was your, see, now I understand your inspiration right. for doing a podcast. Right. Well, where, where did Tony DeMayer come from? Okay. <laughs> you ever seen Do the Right Thing? Uh-huh. Yeah. Ozzie Davis was the mayor. Uh-huh. Oh, he, but but he was a uh he was a, he he drank a lot and everything like that. That ain't why I chose it. But mm-hmm. he inspired people in different ways. The young men he gathered mm-hmm. when he gathered them around and do the right thing and he was trying to tell yeah. them about that. That just touched me, you know. I and I so I always when I used to be down at uh uh, 12th Street one day, and that's not where it came from. In fact, mm-hmm. I was down at the community center one day, and I was telling these kids, "Don't do this and mess around," you know. Don't do and one kid said, "Like, who you think you are, the mayor, the governor, or somebody uh, like that?" Uh-huh. And I thought about it. <laughs> I am the mayor, and back then I just started calling myself the mayor. Okay, <laughs> so that's where that's where it came from. Right. Tony the mayor. Right. Okay. I got it. So, audience, we finally know where Tony the Mayor came from and the inspiration of giving us this wonderful podcast. So, listen here. I want to thank you so much. It's truly been a, a blessing. I know that this is not going to be the first or the last time your audience right. is going to hear my voice. That's right. Because as soon as we turn this off, I have some ideas that I want to show you. All right. <laughs> that I, but I, I really appreciate everything, and I'm so glad that you were in agreement with me being able to interview you so that people could get to know who you are. So thank you very much. And thanks for listening, audience. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Experience, Strength, and Hope by Antonio the Mayor. Antonio, D-A-M-A-Y-O-R, Mayor Timms. If you were inspired by today's show, tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a loved one. And give us a great rating and review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, or any other platform that you listen to today. And we will appreciate it. Please leave a comment or email us at bigdog0862 at me.com. That's bigdog0862 at me.com. Or call us at 75-307-4662. That's 75-307-4662. You may even want to tell your story of experience, strength, and hope. Once again, I'm Tony the Mayor, Tony the Mayor, and I thank you for your time.